says we're up and rolling. We're live. We're live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting Thursday night with yours truly, Big P. Coach Carvey is MIA, but we do have a special guest today, Mr. Zach Kiefer, Super Colts writer for The Athletic. Welcome, Zach. <clears throat> to get back to the uh, Colts matchup with Green Bay, apparently Darius Leonard's been holding back some uh, some uh, uh, Twitter fodder from Aaron Rodgers from earlier yeah. in the season. We're good now, guys. Aaron Rodgers was calling Fred Warner, linebacker from uh, San Francisco, the best linebacker in the NFL. And Darius Leonard, apparently, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said he would like to prove Aaron Rodgers wrong this week. Wanted to change his mind. Yes. <laughs> so what, what do you have to say about that? What, what kind of how, – how do you feel about that? This is Darius Leonard to a T. This is just <laughs> this guy. I mean, and he, it, to be clear, he was not taking a shot at Aaron Rodgers at all. Yeah. Darius just – he loves this stuff. He loves the challenges. And, and he had heard that Rodgers said this a couple weeks ago, and Darius said, look, I've been thinking about it since he said that. They have a game on Sunday, and I hope I change his mind. You know, Darius loves the challenges. He lives for them. Um, you know, we watched practice for 25 minutes today, and, and this guy was singing and shouting and dancing around the whole time. And I thought to myself, like, this guy just lives for football. He really does. In, in a sport where everybody lives for football, right, these guys all love the game. I really feel like he loves the game even more. Um, and he's, he's a special player. And he, he loves challenges like this. Believe me, he loves going against Aaron Rodgers. When he, when he looks at the schedule, he looks at the biggest games and the games where he can prove the most. And Sunday's at the top of the list. I can see that. <clears throat> All right. I'm trying to go through these questions real quick. You got some questions from some fans, some friends. Yeah, let me shuffle through them, but let me ask you one, Zach, that is really intriguing to me, and I know a lot of other Colts fans. T.Y. Hilton's contract is up. Marlon Mack, Justin Houston, Malik Hooker. Did I miss any big names? Yeah, Did Anthony he, Walker, Xavier yeah, Rhodes. Anthony Walker, Xavier Rhodes. Who do you see coming back, and who do you see not coming back? Man, put me on the spot. Uh, yes. um, with seven Hot games seat to go. time, baby. <laughs> um, you know, this is all speculative because we don't know. And I don't think the Colts know in some situations because it's, it's going to come down to money. They have it, but they're not going to overspend. Um, I, I could see a scenario where Marlon Mack comes back. You know, this season, unfortunately, hurt his value. But as the season goes by, it almost feels like it's helping his value because you see how much they miss him. I think everybody out there realizes how good he was um, and how good he can be behind a good offensive line. Um, Anthony Walker is going to be tough. I don't know what his price tag is. Uh, Xavier Rhodes is going to want more money than what he came here for. Uh, Justin Houston is wants to play. He told me that back in August. Um, is Kamoko Toure ready to take that spot over? We'll see. Um, it, there's a lot of decisions they need to make, but none of them are bigger than T.Y. Hilton because of what he means to the team and what he's meant to the city. 
And T.Y. to this point has not been a game-breaking receiver, not this year. Been over 20 games since he's had a 100-yard day. Um, that needs to change. Uh, it depends on what T.Y. wants to play for. If he's going to get a lot of money to go somewhere else, that might happen. Um, if he's willing to take less to stay here, I could see that happening as well because T.Y. does love it here and he loves playing for this team. That's just going to have to shake out. But um, at this point, it's it's becoming a more real and real possibility that T.Y. Hilton hits free agency for the first time in his career and might not end up in Indianapolis. Because of the money? I don't know what T.Y. is worth anymore. Um, you know, he signed the big deal before the 15th season, and, and he was worth every penny, and he's played through a lot. And I know Chris Ballard loves him. I know Chris Ballard loves T.Y. Hilton, what he's played for, what he's about, what he stands for. Um, T.Y. said, the next deal I sign is going to be the last deal I sign. Two, three years, four years, that's what he said. These are his words. Um, it just depends on whether the Colts are ready to come to the table. And it's hard for me to figure out a really – apt number to settle on is he worth eight million a year i don't know if he is six million a year you know and and, and can he still play at a high level we're going to learn a lot in the last seven games well like you said he has been a stable to the team the community everybody absolutely loves him you go to training camp you go to a game and as soon as he hits sight of anybody they're chanting his name. Production-wise, I don't see him coming back because he's going to want the bigger money. Now, my personal belief is if he's willing to take a lesser contract, I think Ballard will offer him that contract, but I don't think he's, it's going to be top money. And it can't it, be. It can't be. <laughs> excuse me. And then it's definitely up to T.Y. if he if he takes it or not. But I, I do believe Ballard will at least offer him something to keep him here. Uh, he loves that leadership in the locker room. And he can still produce, get over the injuries and getting the ball. He can do it, I, I believe. So, Coach, you got you want me to jump to another question or? Well, let's uh... – did, did we have questions from fans? I know you said that Yara was going to comment in. Yeah, not yet. He hasn't put it down. Okay. No, that's uh, good. We got some friends from Mexico that follow us, and they had some questions for you, but I told them to put it in the comments, and I'd read it out, but they haven't yet. So go ahead, Coach. Okay. So, Zach, with the uh, the emergence, the unexpected emergence of, of Julian Blackman, uh Going back to the free agency thing, how does that affect – how do you feel like that affects Malik Hooker's future with the Colts? Do you see him coming back here? Or do you see him probably being, you know, being able to hit free agency himself? Yeah, I think, I think Julian Blackman answered that question this season with his play. I mean, I don't see a situation where they want to go after Malik Hooker and bring him back and – I like Malik and he was a great guy to talk to in the locker room. And I think he's played a lot of good football for the Colts, but your free safety of the future is Julian Blackman. Yeah. Period. He's End of story. I mean, he's, he's not even supposed to be playing this well this soon. And he is, and um, kind of on the outskirts of the defensive rookie of the year conversation, probably not in it, but 
I mean, you can make a case. And if he makes a couple more game-changing plays, um, no, he's he's the free safety of the future. He's the free safety of the present. And that makes Malik Hooker expendable. And that's the brutal nature of the business. But but he'll be playing else, elsewhere next year. Uh, now we got a question from Sean. Uh, he wants to know what the about the QB position. Draft it, free agency. What do you guys think you're going to target? The million dollar question, right? Um, twenty five you know, million dollar this year. Twenty five this year could be twenty five next year. I don't have an answer for you because the Colts don't have an answer for you. Um, is Rivers a guy you bring back? Can you afford him at this price point with this production? I don't know unless he goes on a tear over the last seven games. If that's the direction you go, we'll see. We know how Frank Reich feels about Philip Rivers. We know how Chris Ballard feels about Frank Reich making the decisions about the quarterback position because that's what he does. He lets his head coach um, lead the way on that front. Is Jacob Eason ready? That's not a question we can answer right now, but I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him have a shot in training camp. We know the guy can throw the ball a mile. We know he's got an arm that you can't teach. Has he caught up in the rest of the game? We'll see. They're saying all the right things about him behind the scenes, and I've been told that he's doing all the right things behind the scenes, learning from Rivers, learning from Reich, learning from Jacoby. But as you guys know, rookie quarterbacks can't prove it until they're on the field, and he's not going to play this year. Does he play next year? That's a decision they're going to have to make. I think Jacoby moves on. I think he probably takes a shot at maybe getting a starting job somewhere else. He's a free agent as well. Um, But the one thing I'll tell you on this is they will not – they will not rush this decision. They will not panic. They will not reach in the draft. Ballard feels like his roster is too good right now to not have a good quarterback. So if they have to pay again, they will. Um, but they're not going to overreach in the draft and draft a kid who's not ready and play him just to appease the fan base and set this franchise back four or five years. So um, they're going to be patient, and it's probably going to be hard for the fans to be patient. Um, but it's it, they know it's the most important thing on their plate right now. All right, we got a question from Darren Sharper. Darren actually hails from the UK, um, little island over there. Let me see if I can remember what it is. Island of Wright. I'm not real sure where that's at, but I know he's in the UK. Uh, but he wants to know out of the players we brought in this year in free agency, who do you think has made the biggest impact? Buckner, I mean, right? Colts have never, ever, ever had a uh, Pro Bowl defensive lineman from the interior of the defensive line. They've had edge guys. We know that. Mathis and Freeney, they've never had an interior guy make the Pro Bowl. Buckner's going to be the first this year. He's been everything they wanted him to be. He's changed the game. He's made Grover Stewart better. He's made the guys in the back end better. He's made Darius Leonard better. Um, I think you guys would agree. That's a that, that trade, you'd make 10 out of 10 times. Now, do you consider that a a free agency, or do you consider that a draft since we spent our draft pick to get him? Well, they made the trade on the first day of free agency. So um, (laughs) I could hear a case for both, to be honest. Uh, Well, Zach, it is 7-17. I know, man, we definitely appreciate your time um, and much respect for you spending some time with us. Hope we can get you back on a little bit longer because our chat is blowing up. And you can see they're all over the world right now wanting to pick your brain on a lot of this stuff. So if you got to go, we know that. We respect it. And hope you get your uh, family in bed and ready to go for the next day. 
And brother, I 100% appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks, guys. This was a lot of fun. If I don't go now, I'm gonna have an angry two-year-old, and and that's not fun. So <laughs> I'm gonna probably probably do that. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. All right. Thanks for coming, thanks. Zach. Take care, guys. Zach Kiefer, everybody from the Atlantic. He is your number one Colts insider. Super nice guy. Super knowledgeable. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Um, if you want, you can follow all his stories at the Atlantic. Uh, they the got Atlantic. a dip. That's what. What did I say? The Atlantic. Oh, that yeah, the, the Atlantic Ocean. My dyslexia is <laughs> kicking in. Uh, <laughs> but they got a deal going on right now that you can you can get your paid prescription for a dollar, a dollar a month. So if if you guys want the full stories that they write, go over and check them out. Um, tell them D Line Sports sent you. And you'll still get it for a dollar. Zach Kiefer's a good read too. Y'all, awesome read. Awesome very good read. read. Dude has been around Indiana sports for a long, long time. He's also a uh, adjunct professor at IU for sports journalism. A junk professor? Adjunct. <laughs> Adjunctie. <laughs> Man, there was a million questions. That I well, maybe, to... maybe we can answer some of them. Okay. Now. Well, if anybody wants to listen to us flap our gums. All right, Coach. One of the things that I wanted to ask Zach was what his take was on Phillip Rivers and how he's done so far this year. And then follow-up question on that. Do you think Eason is – going to be ready to lead this team and in, in next year or the following year well i mean if if you're me at this point i believe i believe philip rivers in my eyes he's he's fallen just below the middle of the the league in in quarterbacks he's he gets the job done but it's not consistent you know what I'm saying? He, um, I don't think he's he's hurt us a lot in most games that we've played in, but there's been moments where it's like, uh, and then there's been moments where it's like, yeah, that was that was pretty nice. But for the most part, I feel like at Philip Rivers' age, I don't know if we we move on with him as as our future next season. If if this is what we what we can expect from it. And I'm going to agree with you on that. And everybody knows how critical I am of Philip Rivers. And mainly it's because I've never liked him. And I and I still he's still not my favorite quarterback ever. Now I root for him every Sunday because I want I want the Colts to win. You know. But my problem since probably game three that I've been spouting out to you and Carvey and everybody else is he is so inconsistent. He makes it dangerous when he's on the field. You know, yes, Andrew Luck threw a lot of interceptions in his career. Go back, look at the stats. But his consistency, he could always overcome those interceptions where Phillip Rivers can't. Yeah, I think you know exactly what you get with Phil Rivers. You get a guy that's 
He's been in the league a long time. You know he's you know he's going to compete. I think for the most part he's he's a he's a good leader, but I think even at times he checks out of that. And I think you can see it. Uh for example, you know, this past week when they brought Jacoby in for the goal line quarterback sneak, Phil Rivers is on the sidelines pouting. I mean, there's been a couple times where things didn't go exactly the way Phil Rivers wanted in key moments, and he stood there pouting. Isaiah Rogers returned a, a kickoff for a touchdown, and he's got his back to the field. Things like that. Um, and I think stuff like that can really turn off your your fan base. And I think that's why a lot of people are, I don't know, hot or cold with him. It's He's a polarizing figure to me. You either really like him or you can't stand him. <laughs> well, Steve makes a good point, is that he is a Band-Aid for us this year. I, and, I obviously think that, yeah. You know, and he even says, for Band-Aid, he's not bad. No, he's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's... He has played well. He's played a lot better than I thought he was going to. Um, but the inconsistency is what makes me think that he will not be back next year. Yeah. You know, because we can get, you can get inconsistency, inconsistency from any quarterback. Well, I tell you, uh, Zach Kiefer made a good point saying that the Colts are willing to spend money on that position. And he feel uh, that Chris Ballard feels like our team is – too good to not have a good quarterback right now. So let me ask you, Pat, and, and tell me how you'd feel about this being the greatest Colts super fan I know. <laughs> how would you feel if they went out and they took a risk on somebody in free agency, somebody that's that's possibly coming off an injury or or had something, you know, somebody like a, a Jameis Winston or a Dak Prescott? A, a Jameis Winston, I no. A Dak Prescott I wouldn't be opposed to it. You Even know, with the major injury this past season, you would be yeah, okay? Um, you know, we like to pick on the Cowboys for sure. Yeah. Uh, just because it's fun. But <laughs> look back at what Dak did before he got hurt. He did well, really, really well. And I think if he had the coaching staff that we did, he that we do, he would do even better. Okay, well, let me ask you another question to kind of piggyback on this one. Let's say uh, Philadelphia moves on from Carson Wentz and decides to go with Jalen Hurts, and your choices are Carson Wentz or Phillip Rivers. Carson Wentz. Oh, boy. How happy would you be with your front office if they chose him, though? You know, I'm going to be happy with my front office, period, uh, because, man, they are some smart, smart individuals, a hundred times smarter than me. You know, so them bringing Philip in, I don't like the guy. I never said he wasn't good. I never said he couldn't produce. I never said, you know, he was going to get 80 touchdowns. I just don't like him. I didn't like him in San Diego. I don't. I'm not going to change my mind now that he's a Colt, you know. But I knew he was good. 
You know, he's came into our house and kicked our ass before. Maybe that's one of the main reasons I don't like him, which probably <laughs> is. You know, and that, and and if you think about it, it's the same reason that nobody likes Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady doesn't rape nuns and kick dogs. He comes into your house and kicks your ass, and you're it's not gonna. It's a legend. As far as I uh, know, correct. <laughs> you know, so I will never like Tom Brady because just taking too many ass kickings from him. You know, yeah. same way with Philip Rivers. Now, I root for him. I want him to do well because I want to win. You know, I'm not sitting there, you know, booing him or any of that stuff. So don't take my dislike for not wanting to win. But Carson Wentz, it, man, he's had it rough. But in this roughness, he produces. Man, he's had a drop-off this year, though. He's <laughs> leading the league in interceptions and, I believe, sacks. I mean... It's been a rough year. but uh, He's taking it on the chin. You know, Julian... Uh, or I, Rhodes. He had a rough couple years. We picked him up, and look what he's doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. And when, when the talent's there, the talent's there. Just because whatever was going on at the time with that team, hopefully that doesn't carry over to a new team. And a lot of times you see that it doesn't. You know, that their their career gets re-energized and blah, 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 and they do this, they do that. So, but I would take either one, Dak or... Carson Wentz. Uh, somebody was talking about oh the other potato head in New York. Sam Darnold. Darnold, and I, he's another one that I've never been keen on. I don't, I don't like USC uh, teams. I didn't like him. I still don't like him. Now, if Ballard thinks he's the one, I'm going to root for him, but I'm not going to like him. <laughs> well, you know. The only thing that I, I feel like, the, the well, the greatest thing that probably hurts Sam Darnold is the fact that he's got a coach that I, I don't feel like he has a good feel for the game, to be honest with you. He doesn't he doesn't seem to know what the hell he's doing. So you get a guy like, like Sam Darnold, who obviously I, I feel like he has a world of talent. He's still young. He's undeveloped. As far as I'm concerned, he would be like bringing in a rookie, even though he's in his third year in the league. Yeah. All right. Now, here's a good question for you from Paul. He says, do you consider us the Chiefs of the past where we get all the players but always stuck on the QB position? Man, I tell you what, it looks like we're lined up for it right now. Because look, look at our options. All right. If you're going to go out and and get a a great quarterback, a a franchise-type quarterback, it's usually in the draft. And if you look at the guys that are consistently good, it's usually the guys in the the top half of the first round. And the Colts just aren't going to be picking in in those slots very often just because they're just too damn good. So – so you think we're going to be stuck in this whirlwind of 
Man, you just Never got to find that, that quarterback in the draft. I mean, if you look at it, Kansas City for years and years and years, it was just pick up this free agent, pick up that free agent. And it didn't work out for them until when? Until they drafted a quarterback. And they got that guy. They got their guy. But to be honest, I think they had hit on a quarterback before they got Mahomes. I think Alex Smith would have worked out for them eventually. I, I agree. Because that team, that team's loaded. They're not just about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they got arguably the best tight end with Travis Kelsey. They got arguably the, the best wide receiving core in the NFL. Look, look at their young uh, rookie running back this year, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, he's fantastic. The defense, they're surprisingly good this They're season. sneaky good. Yes. That secondary, they're they're gonna they're gonna have some guys in the Pro Bowl this year that are gonna get they're gonna get noticed. Uh, you're gonna see some stuff happen in the playoffs, I think, this season that you're not gonna expect. I wouldn't bet against Kansas City on any day. No. Well, coach, we're running out of time. I got a notification that we've got a few minutes left, <laughs> <laughs> and that is 100% my fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. We're going to pay some bills real quick. You guys, it's starting to get really, really cold. If you need your heating and cooling system taken care of, call our friends at Preferred Mechanical, area code 317-924-4042. Tell them D-Line Sports sent you, and you will get how much off? You get 10% off. 10% off your bill just for being our friends. Can't beat that with two two two-by-fours. (laughs) <laughs> so residential only commercial uh not applicable anywhere in the the 50 contiguous states no might want to keep it at uh, indiana i shouldn't say that <laughs> he might charge you a trip charge on that one buddy <laughs> anywhere in beach grove <laughs> central indiana indianapolis yeah, surrounding areas uh, Coach, you got final thoughts for us? My final thoughts go out to uh, right now. I've I've had a lot of worries health-wise with my friends and family. Uh, guys, be safe. Be safe. This thing's no joke. Uh, wear your mask when you're out in public. Don't spit on people. You know, don't rub Pat's head. So. Oh, you can rub the other one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful out there. Well, my final thoughts, I want to throw another big thank you to Zach for joining us tonight. As you see, he's he's got a young family, young kids. He's, you know, got to get to bed and take care of. And he still took the time out um, to come on the show, talk some Colts football with us. Um, that's really special. You know, and I, I really appreciate uh, him taking us – time away from his family to spend it with us so that was that was really cool and uh jeremy yar says hi what's up yar you guys speak spanish hola there you go <laughs> but anyways you guys we're gonna jump off here because uh, i didn't pay the zoom bill and they're cutting <laughs> us, they're, they're cutting us off early but it was fun it was a good show tonight 
Um, hopefully we get Carve back in here. We get back in the studio, so we can have all the fun that we always have. As soon as we get the cooties off you guys. Oh, I've already went in there and sprayed three bottles of Lysol everywhere. So <laughs> nothing, nothing's living in that studio right now. <laughs> Fantastic. But all right, you guys, you guys be good to each other. No drinking and driving. And as always, go, go Colts. Colts.